Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to our podcast, Shine Bright with Jay and Sabina. Uh, welcome, everyone. And so oftentimes we're things are not right in life. We're not feeling happy about something. Think we're having difficulties. We start to think, ah, it's someone else's fault. Well, might be true. But <laughs> <laughs> the focus of this podcast is on self-change, is on life cultivation and those little changes that we can make in our own lives to, yes. to yeah, and it's lovely, it's very empowering, isn't it? And it's very beneficial. And sometimes we may record meditations and we also are going to invite guests into our conversation. Mm-hmm, totally. Uh, so you can find us on your favorite podcast apps. We're on Spotify, Podbean and Apple Podcasts. And if you like to watch us, we are on the Renshue YouTube channel, Renshue TV. Mm -hmm. And if you'd like to make a donation... We would love that. We would love that. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you can do that, actually, by going onto our website, www.shine-bright-center.co.nz. And go on to the onto the donation um, page. Mm -hmm. Is that it? That's it. Enjoy Let's get the started. podcast. Enjoy. <laughs> okay. Welcome everybody. Welcome everybody. Um, so we've been talking. We've actually hung out for half the day now. We started a podcast together and abandoned it, and then we <laughs> came back to doing doing another one. Now we've done a class together, and we've been talking a lot about being open and accommodating and true and sincere with ourselves seeing seeing ourselves more yes uh, because we have been experiencing that a lot in the last few weeks and months yeah like and very clearly I don't know how you find it I find it quite what's the word it can be overwhelming because because sometimes there's a lot that we haven't processed and we've just kind of buried it away and and so it sounds it sounds like a a nice thing to say but the reality of it is harder than just saying it it is actually a hard thing to do yes um being honest and sincere is not something we have been kind of well trained for isn't it like right from the beginning of our life we made experiences where we thought well I can see that if I'm honestly showing what I feel now that doesn't give me the response I want like doesn't give mm -hmm. me the love so I better better hide that better hide that better hide my fear better hide my weakness that's yes. a possibility yes and just put on a brave face to be safe, yeah. to be loved, to, to get my needs met. Yeah. And then when we face now things with honesty and sincerity and we yeah. see all of that, it it's, it needs courage. It it actually it actually speaks to the reality of the human situation that as an as an animal, humans are very good at putting on a mask and putting on an act. And being what they want the world to see, and being we're we're the sneakiest animal out there, 
like but the problem and i've this has been really hard for me to face is that when we say tell a lie to our, to another person it could be it does i'm not saying like a horrible lie in this case it can be quite an innocent lie but it can be something like i'm fine or i must pretend i'm fine when you don't feel fine that's just an example but when you say a lie to other people you start to believe it yourself and in the process of creating this very clever mask and illusion you lose who you are hmm. you you hide yourself from yourself you you hide what you truly feel often yeah you know because you don't want to feel that or it's not safe to feel that yeah so there is a, a mostly a good reason there for us to do that but it's very often not beneficial to us and how we feel to our physical health to our mental health to our relationships so we are at a stage now as individuals as you and me and many other people where we are ready to face mm. the things which are not so easy to face and i think as society we are doing exactly the same too in a bigger the, picture it's kind of like putting your guard down in a way because again these are just i'm just kind of sharing ideas because it's such a big topic it's impossible to like talk about it all but there's some part of me that could be afraid that in some way another person might take advantage of me i might say if if i say to sabina or what would if i say to her something she might take advantage of me or if i say i'm not feeling very confident now she might say oh we won't do the class then we won't do the podcast you're not feeling very happy right now and then i miss out so then i put on an act i'm feeling really excited about this podcast we let's do it because i don't want to miss out mm -hmm. so i'm in the world i'm terrified of missing out i'm terrified that if i'm not how my friends want to see me that my friends won't love me and but in the process they friend my friends don't even get to see who i am yes yeah and we have a word we use for all of this oh yeah the magic word the important work the urgent work yeah pattern work eh? aha uh -huh. yes yes so this is what's really exciting so i came to venture quite a few years ago and before then i really saw a world that i was really unhappy with i saw just i was just not very happy with the world and but i projected it outwards and i didn't see my part in it yes and ventures always takes you in through these meditation techniques the qigong and and these inward going techniques to connect with your heart and your emotions and your feelings to bring you back to who you are mm. but not not that's not the end point the end point is not finding out who you are it's it's finding out who you are so that you can then steer your life in the direction you want to because you can say well this is who i am right now what next and this is why i am the way i am 
what next and the and the, all those tools yes yeah yes for me it was like i wasn't really having a big problem with the outside world and but i, I never you're such i a never lovely person. I, no because <laughs> i never made the the connection that i need to do work on myself right. to to you know to change anything in the outside world so there way maybe that's not totally true because i i have been um looking for something which helps me on the inside you know but only since i found i tried many things but range has mm-hmm. kind of really lightened up something for me mm. um just a light of maybe hope maybe really believe in that uh, actually self empowerment yeah you know i am so powerful if i decide to use my power and in this way it would be the power of changing my patterns yeah because that's what can change how i feel and yeah. what's happening in my life but also because we are all unified we are not separate from each other how things in the world are changing i'm i'm just going to jump in with a description of patterns in case there's someone listening to the podcast for the first yeah, time yeah that's a good idea uh, how i would describe a pattern is it's Often there's a life event, often something happens in your life and in your mind you create, it's basically a pathway of, of response and then what happens is that pathway gets used again and again and it gets reinforced and it becomes a part of your personality but it's also, it's a, there's a lot to a pattern in the sense that it's it's also an incomplete viewpoint of the world. So maybe I'll give an example. Yeah. All right. This is just happens to be one that I was working on recently. So what happened was um, when I was little, my mum took me to a movie and... In that movie, I got scared. And when I got scared, I created a pattern of, I have to pretend that I'm okay. I have to pretend I'm not scared and I have to pretend I'm brave and strong. Yes. But I felt really scared. So I created a way of coping with something that happened. And it's a tiny thing. So we think, so every human being creates these endless patterns of how do you cope with the kids at school how do you cope with your parents how do you cope with your parents when for some people when the mum is depressed or or the dad isn't really there I'm lucky that wasn't really my story but I've heard that from people or how do you cope with all sorts of it can be little things yeah it can be little things it can be big things yeah but even the little things can create patterns which have a massive impact on our life and once p- 
patterns have negative effects on our life, hmm. then it would be ideal to look at if we can change that pattern. Is it still helping me to stay safe or to be getting that love I I hope for or whatever? There was a funny thing that happened with this pattern. Sometimes when I see patterns and I work on them using these techniques that we have in Rensher, the it can take quite a long time to see and understand a pattern and then shift mm. it. It can take quite a long time. But with the case of this one, I'm not saying there isn't more to see, mm-hmm. but I had a bit of a breakthrough because I realized that what happened was I got scared in this moment in the movie and I think what happened was I didn't see the end of the movie because I got taken out of the movie. Yes. And I this fear was partly created by not understanding what happened. It's too little to understand it was a movie. Uh, it'll have a happy ending. Not all movies have happy endings, if you, but this one... <laughs> yes, the reference point wasn't there. Yeah, I couldn't you... understand what happened. Yeah, Something happened and I couldn't make sense of it and I created a pattern to cope with it mm. but the pattern wasn't didn't make sense of it but but part of but in some ways it got reused that pattern got reused in different circumstances of whenever something scared me and I didn't know how to cope with it I just I'm fine I'm brave everything's fine and yes. so that pattern got reused over and over again and became this endless part of my personality mm. But, and it's actually been really hard to come to grips with, as a, as a grown man and with all those social stigma, you know, all those sort of identity references about what a man should be like, a man should be brave and solid and shouldn't cry, to suddenly find yourself crying about something you can't even really pinpoint from when you were a child. Yeah. Like, why am I so upset about a movie from when I was a little child? Mm. But um, it's been nice. It's been quite nice. It's important. It's important to see the things. But when I saw it, when I saw it, I was almost smiling to myself. Of, oh, that's all it was. Ah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yes. Oh, it wasn't so bad. It was I actually quite nice, yeah. had a, a similar experience the other day. Um, I, I kind of, in my dream, I had this very strong message that I need to do our method, working on the patterns called Lingyuan, mm-hmm. on jealousy. Mm-hmm. And I knew, I know from my past that I did have problems with jealousy, especially when it comes to friendships. Yeah. Um, so I thought, well, I'm going to do that. And so I went into a Lingyuan and it was so lovely to see. I could see that it had to do, like I have a, a one year old, older, mm-hmm. one year older brother. Yeah. And, you know, so I was a baby when he was a year old and then I was six months and it kind of just... The time passed and my parents were always, you know, treating us the same. And so Mm. it was, but then 
I saw this scene of my brother's birthday. Yeah. And only he got the attention and the presents. Yeah. And I didn't understand it because I have never experienced that before. Yeah. You know, Christmas, we both get presents and yeah. you always get both presents. And in that moment, I just felt that it's n- that I'm not important, that I am not as loved as my brother, just for something so simple. Mm. But I could see so clearly that it was a complete new experience for that little yeah. little Sabina. And, and you need to make sense of it. And so I created this pattern of jealousy. Yeah. And when I look in competition, in competition when I as look well. yeah. competition as well, and when I, I looked into the future of my life, I could see that when that ar- ar- was arising, it was always out of that fear of not being as important, as good, and so on. Yeah. And it just made me like feel like, wow, this is so good to have seen so clearly. Yeah. And then obviously our next step would be to say, so what what can I do instead of going down that pattern of jealousy and competitiveness, mm. which doesn't make me feel good and which hasn't benefited my relationships at all. It's really sabotaged a lot of relationships. It has. It has destroyed a lot of relationships. Mm. And... And so if I, and I accept that and, and I have asked for forgiveness Mm -hmm. and I forgave myself, you know, it's in the past, you have to accept it, coming back to acceptance. Yeah. But what can I do as a step forward is I can find a different way in the future so that if I encounter a situation where I might feel that person doesn't give me as much, much attention as mm. I think they should. It has to do with identity, identification yeah. again. But I could say, well, I just trust that it doesn't. it's not needed. Um, understanding. Self-love. Yeah. The more you understand the situation that sometimes you'll, you will get some things and sometimes other people will get things. The world doesn't revolve yeah. around you, but... You are part of the world, so you'll still be looked after. Exactly. It's, and actually, it's it's quite interesting, isn't it? Because you're really, when you talk about jealousy, that's that's quite a, very instinctual. Mm. But, but we need to really, it's almost really understanding that we, understandable we would feel it. But we can, through those early experiences, we can reinforce jealousy and really strengthen jealousy and competition as a way of behaving, or we can maybe some of those other qualities that you were talking about develop those more mm. with still being honest to ourselves about how, how we are feeling. It's yes. quite complicated. Yes. I think it was a good step for me to actually, because I didn't even know why my friendships were breaking up. I didn't know. Yeah. Only... Only in the last few years, when I started to do um, a bit more of this work, I realized, uh, and I was talking to these people, I was mm-hmm. getting in touch and said, what happened? I, yeah. I don't know what happened. So I had completely mm. dissociated, actually, from what had happened. Wow. And they and they told me, oh, you were really jealous. And that's when I realized, oh, 
I didn't realize that, so I need to look at jealousy. Mm. So what what the cool thing is about this pattern work, and it's the hard thing, is to be honest mm. of our patterns because we rather don't have them. Who wants to be jealous to be like or competitive? Maybe com- some people like to be competitive. I never really liked. I always try not to be competitive, but that's maybe because. I know I am, and then I turn into a bitter. (laughs) When you talk about that, I remember a relationship that I used to be in um, with an ex where this is before the the internal work with the rensher, and it was not a harmonious relationship. Mm. And but there was complete it for me. It was a hundred percent her fault, and for her, it was a hundred percent my fault. And there was. And the amount of things that she said in a very unpleasant way about me, about my patterns, Mm -hmm. you know, she would have been the person that would have said, you're just a jealous person or you're just a selfish person or whatever. Those are very hard things to hear about yourself. And you're in a sort of a battle there where, where you create this reality of there's nothing wrong with me. I'm a great person. (laughs) Um, why is why are they saying, you know, like right now, if I mm. just said, stop being so jealous, maybe you would be open and say, oh, thank you. I didn't realize. Thank you for telling me. Yeah. But also it's possible that I would that react. Be, react. What are you blaming that I, I am? I never was jealous. <laughs> who, how, dare you, how dare you say that I blame people? I've never blamed anyone in my life. <laughs> True. Sorry. But, but, sorry. I know. No, but but but. <laughs> yes. Does that have anything to do with the human situation at the moment? It's so common. Exactly. And to see even, you don't even see many couples that are happy together. You don't see many family. It's so common to see families torn apart. Mm. It's so common to see um, different different races like at at war or different countries at war with each other the patterns that's what they do Hmm. that's what they they do do. they do that on a personal level and on a society level yeah and because as people each individual is creating society there's not a surprise that society is what it is but what we used to do and still do sometimes is point a finger to the outside mm. and say these guys need to change he needs yeah. to stop doing this that person needs to start doing that instead actually, of pointing the finger inside i actually have an interesting experience which so in the rentier work the focus is on is it's really based on ancient wisdom on ancient Chinese culture especially, but it also includes the Buddhism which came over about 2,000 years ago. So it has this depth of wisdom and understanding. But one thing it does is it works a lot on the heart, is the heart being Mm. another aspect of, let's just say another aspect of our mind or our being is our heart, which is often overlooked. Mm -hmm. And when I'm in my heart and I can see my patterns, I can really see them with a lot of compassion and accommodation. But In the same token, when I'm in my heart and I need to communicate to another person about their patterns uh, or I need to just resolve 
our patterns between us because where something needs resolving if I'm in my heart often I can do that really well or set a boundary yeah you know but if it comes from if it comes from a pattern yeah. if I'm just if I'm triggered yeah I'll trigger you yes but if I'm sincere yeah there's no I'm not blaming mm-hmm. I'm just expressing working. I'm expressing something yeah and often it can be heard because when we when we connect at that level from our heart that we we connect with other people's hearts it's very important to say that that makes really the pattern work of Renshue so powerful mm. that it's always trying to do it from the heart mm. because there's a big difference if I let my mind tell me about my patterns mm. or if I experience it with my heart and my true self. And there's also, oh, maybe we're, if we're lucky, we're getting someone listening to us who who lives in Dunedin, New Zealand, Dunedin, yeah. New Zealand, not Florida, because <laughs> Sabina's teaching a class tonight uh, yeah. in town. So we also do the moving practices as yeah. well because they you bring the mind back to the body and you become aware of the body and become aware of the life force, the energy, the chi in your body. And you keep, and you use the movement, but you keep that awareness. How to put that? You keep it inside or you keep a very, you don't lose. Connected. Yeah. You're unified and connected. And once you train the awareness to come to that very calm and unified state then you start to see the heart more clearly and you start to see yourself more clearly so it's mm. a it's a training process yeah it's actually we call it a practice yes um, hmm. it's and it is incremental is that the word no yeah 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 you do things incrementally you work you know? on it but it you work on you it you develop the skill to do it yes so you can change patterns. You can change patterns and it does take time Yeah. for most people. For some people it might be an instant. Yeah. And so if I would ask you the question now, what would a world look like without negative patterns in existence? Or what would humanity look like? If... if Okay, I'll just speak. This is just the thought that popped into my head right now. Mm-hmm. If humans weren't here, for example, nature would eventually find a balance. Mm-hmm. So it might not be a balance that humans could accept very easily because because the there'd be species that humans have brought into new habitats that it wouldn't be like the old balance. Things would have to take time to rebalance again, and but it would find a balance and harmony the reason it finds a balance is because everything needs to survive and thrive so and that's not to say that an animal won't kill another animal to eat it but it but it doesn't but there's there's cycles and balance and and everything holds each other in check Mm -hmm. and that's just the natural way it would happen but humans could be part of that Again, we could actually be a part of that and we could even take that to a higher level of really operating in harmony with society. However, in my personal belief, 
we can't do that as long as we have patterns. Mm -hmm. And that's coming from... Negative patterns. That's coming from... In sort of ancient Chinese culture, they call it realization and wisdom, or that's how it would be translated, realization and wisdom, that... Or the Tao, when you awaken to, to the wisdom that you that is what you are, then you naturally live in harmony. Yes. Um, yes, because then you naturally are not jealous anymore or competitive. You're naturally not greedy. You know, a world without greed and competitiveness would be a very different world. Which... We don't need it anymore. We, you know, do we? Do we still need it? Greed and competitiveness? When I'm feeling really selfish, which I think incorporates those patterns, then I'm often stuck in this little lens of thinking about myself and how, what's good for me. But when I'm in the bigger self... It's another way to express the Tao. When I'm in the bigger self, I'm aware of us and what is good for us. And then the first thing I'll do is say, how are you? Or I want to know, but I actually want to know how other people are and I want to know how the world is and I actually care. We all know, everyone knows what I'm talking about right now. Like you care about your plants and your cat and your children, but it's like when your heart awakens, you care about everything. And... You know, this, but not to the exclusion of yourself. <laughs> yes. And it doesn't mean like when I say a world without competitiveness, I always talk about the damaging part of these patterns. Yeah. Because it's nothing damaging if the boys out there kick the ball into each other's um, goal and have fun if they get a goal and then they fight a little bit for the ball. You know, that's competitiveness. Okay. Yeah. Or if we play a board game. Right. You know, and, yeah, and uh, there arises some excitement because you see, oh, am I going to win? And I get a little <laughs> bit too competitive with the board games, but I am pretty good at them. Yeah, so I guess it's really about about finding what is healthy. Hmm. What is healthy? And what is beneficial to ourselves and all. Yeah. And also... We can't really go into detail on this, but sometimes when you, going back to that first bit where you don't, if you're not seeing your patterns, not seeing all those patterns and emotions that you've, that you've hidden from yourself, there's a lot of, also a lot of emotion that's buried as well. Mm. And there's a lot of, but you were using that example with the jealousy, there's a lot of negative consequences, both to your own body what is that jealousy what kind of message is that giving to your body Mm. you know what kind of message is that giving to the world and you're just ignoring it not saying you are but we can be i didn't even know it was jealousy yeah you know it's quite interesting how that is possible and how we can hide things from ourselves for whatever reason and you know, things are hidden in society, society forever, mm. for whatever reason. So what we need to do is we need to look at ourselves and look at society's problems, shine the light on, and we don't get stuck in it. Yeah. That's important. You know, we, we see it and we think, well, this is not 
so beneficial. Let's change it. Yeah. Let's do it differently. Yeah. And it's good. Yeah, it's good. It's really good to to have that option available. Now we might have to go come to an end. Mm-hmm. Um, how should we conclude this? Do you have any any kind of something which comes out of your beautiful heart? I just want to say just do it. Uh, if you feel that there's enough information on our podcasts to make that change and you want to just apply, just do it. Mm-hmm. If you want to reach out to us, you want to check out our website, you want to reach out to us, you want to Google Rensher, you want to find out more to help you make that change, go ahead. And the first step is self-observation. Mm. Because we need to see what is not feeling right. Yeah. You know, we need to observe our uh, our feelings and realize, well, I feel really not good now. And I observe that. And then I go, okay, what is the pattern behind this feeling? Yeah. And then we go deeper. And keeping and keeping a really just gentle approach. Like even now I'll listen, if I listen back to this in one or two years or five years or something, I will probably think, I'll go, oh, he had a lot of patterns back then. <laughs> you know? And I could, you know, I could finish the podcast right now and go, oh God, I've got so many patterns, but that doesn't matter. No. It doesn't matter. It's growth. It's growth. But it's interesting. It's why we are here. Yeah. This is why we are in this world. For growth. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. And we love to share our own kind mm. of experiences and insights. and Yeah. And hopefully so, it can be useful. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Let us know in the, um, what you thought. We'd love to hear from you. And see you next time. <laughs>